0: Welcome to Catalyst Podcast. Catalyst is an inclusive podcast that prioritizes Black Indigenous healing while combating socialized mindsets. Within the space of decolonizing and deconstructing, Catalyst taps in ancestrally, intuitively, and with a community-based approach in order to disrupt oppressive paradigms. I'm Nike Orea, a creative consultant and an ancestral disruptor, and I help others create safer, healing spaces that are inclusive and reduce harm, especially for Black and Indigenous women plus and fans. Welcome to the space. Well, hello, welcome back to Catalyst. I'm your host, Nike. And today we are going to dive into my favorite emotion to feel. But first, before we do that, a couple of announcements. If you didn't know, I'm doing a workshop that's coming up um, July 23rd, and it's all about confronting white guilt, the manifestation of guilt and shame, why it arises, um, what to do with it, and how it can propel you to actually doing better, being a better community member of the collective and being a better ally to BIPOC. So if you're interested in that, check out my links and um, go ahead and sign up. There's skill pricing as well. So Um, You can choose what you want to invest in the education and the healing work. And yeah, I'm really excited to dive into it. It's going to be an extension of the um, last podcast episode, episode 106. So if you're even curious about white wage and you haven't, or sorry, white um, guilt and you haven't listened to that episode, you can check it out. But today we're going to talk about divine rage. And um, I just, you may have been seeing the term divine rage pop up more and more. Um, I think in like catalyst is divine rage. It's rage to its core. Um, But recently, especially with like the things that have been happening politically, I've, (laughs) I've been seeing a lot of, love and light spiritual people actually talk about divine rage and so i wanted to tap into it i've always been an advocate for divine, divine rage and you see in so many um black and indigenous uh, spiritualities and how like sacred rages um and so i'm happy that now it's becoming more mainstream but i do know that extension of like what is popular is the understanding of divine rage and rage from Valerie Kaur, who has a book around it. But there's divine rage in so much. And um, actually, Judaism, or not necessarily Judaism, but from people in the Jewish diaspora, is that appropriate to say? I don't know, you can let me know. But um, they actually talk about divine rage as well, and the purpose and power of it. Um, And in like Black spirituality as well, in um, Caribbean, African, I've heard it been spoken of. So we're gonna just tap into it and I'm gonna tap into like what it really means to me. And yeah, so let's get into it. But first I wanna kind of clearly define what rage is and like rage compared to anger so like anger is like you're feeling our emotion that you can have when you feel wronged when you feel offended when you feel angry you have anger and I also think that anger is actually one of my favorite emotions because it really pinpoints number one it pinpoints it helps support my emotional body and to really understanding like what boundary has been crossed that I don't like or in a way of getting to know my triggers and understand if this is a healing that needs to occur or if it's just like something else like I have to defend myself I have to adjust something in my reality etc so it could be a really telling and helpful emotion um I'm always like go off and I think society And white supremacy has made it so like anger is not okay to feel for a lot of people. But as what's interesting, and you'll see that with a lot of women plus and femmes too, the white stereotype of womanhood is like to be quiet and calm and peaceful and not angry but that's a different experience for black women plus and femmes because already we're always given the stereotype of like the angry black woman being angry aggressive too much violent etc so that's also interesting because (laughs) like I'll have a lot of white women tell me like yeah you know like being a woman you have to be this this and this and they don't realize that they're just describing white womanhood and they're not really taking into account the intersectionality of womanhood and the stereotypes that are place upon us. So I've always been comfortable with anger, to be honest, but I know anger could be a really uncomfortable situation. And it also can come from like, inner. actually, I haven't always been uncomfortable. I mean, I I haven't always been comfortable with anger, because it can also come from like inner child trauma. But I've always been okay with my anger, if that makes sense. Because people are going to think I'm angry anyway. People always think I'm angry when I'm not angry, when I like defend myself or I talk about something that's bothering me. And I'm literally like, I'm not angry, but I'm just saying what I'm, what I want to (laughs) say. So rage can be considered as the action in retaliation to the anger that one has. So, rage is the action and the expression of your anger. And so, when we think about divine rage, it calls us into action and invites us to be courageous. It invites us to be um, community members uh, that care about others and ourselves. And it, it, It allows us to combat harmful situations and systems. It really calls upon us to... to disrupt the order that is harmful to us and to harness that energy into action to propel progression or change. And I think divine rage is really important because a lot of times you'll see people will get angry and they will get, you know, passionate and they will get fearful and they'll and they'll get um, they'll understand that like what's going on is not helpful, but then they'll, they'll, they'll that the emotion of anger doesn't really go beyond and it doesn't enter rage and so they don't go into action and they don't actually start enacting change and so it's almost like why not you know if something's making you so angry why not take action to shift it so that I feel like a lot of people are still getting used to their emotional body of anger. So it keeps them stagnant or in place with that because they still need to process through it where they aren't able to enter the action. But the thing about divine rage, and I wanna note that We say divine rage because we think of the new age, but I also think because of translations from different spiritual concepts, but also just to make the distinction because rage is a spectrum, just like everything. And so there's times when rage is actually really harmful Um, and people who are in rage are really harmful, that's why I did the little slip of saying white rage, because white rage is a whole other thing, but like that is a thing too, and it doesn't tap into what divine rage is, it's actually quite the opposite, but so divine rage is just a term that people use to make the distinction, and so the, the goal of divine rage is, to be purposeful and intentional and to focus on using the emotion of anger and rage, especially when it comes to like oppressor, oppression or seeing something that's wrong or not right, or the disruptive the disruption of human um, a- agency. I completely just blinked. <laughs> Divine rage is a response to all of that. It's actually very intentional. It's actually very purposeful. And um, it doesn't mean that we're out of control and it's not chaotic. It can wreak chaos, which isn't necessarily bad. Chaos to me is like, you know, things are all over the place. Um, But sometimes things have to get all over the place in order to fall back into alignment. And when we sacrifice Um, compliancy over, or or like things being in line over the actual betterment of our communities and society, that's a huge problem. And so chaos isn't necessarily, again, bad. There's a spectrum of chaos, and sometimes it's necessary in order to bring us back into alignment. And so... The main point or one of the main important points of when you're timing to divine rage is to make sure that you find a safe space in order to not only process through that rage, but to be held in that space and to allow that rage to propel you into, again, progression and that can change and bringing upon shifts. and so a poor part of your rage is listening to it and listening to, again, your emotional body, how it feels, and like, why? Why do you feel this rage? Why do you feel this anger? What is hurting you about it? And if you can understand that in the root, you can then understand the action that you need to take in order to channel that rage into something purposeful, that will help support the collective and yourself. And it's also important to distinguish that divine rage is so opposite from the saver complex that I think we've talked about, but I just wanted to mention that. They're completely different, not the same, not in alignment at all. Um, Also, I like to think of divine rage and rage in general as a way of like protecting yourself from people who think you're just going to be compliant (laughs) it's like the people who think you're kind and you're nice and you're good and you're nice and so they think they can step over you until you set that boundary of like no you can't Sometimes I'm chill to protect my own peace because I don't have the time, but I have the time today. And so because sometimes people and energies just need to understand others' boundaries. And so yeah. Sometimes it's necessarily to t- necessary to tap into a fiery part of ourselves to make sure that the opposing party understands that we're not playing and that you're serious about your boundaries and the protection that you want around you and your community and your family or what have you. I also think the the divine rage is an extension of healing our inner child because you notice, especially when you're a child who's not communicating, you're allowed to tap into a lot of your emotions. And a lot of that is anger or like crying, upset emotions. But then as we get older, we're encouraged to use, in a positive way, we're either encouraged to use our words to express it, or we're completely shut down about our emotions. And so divine rage can help heal our inner child's understanding, oops, can help hear our heal our inner child's understanding of justifiably feeling angry when you're uncomfortable, when you're hurt, when you're upset. And for a lot of us, we were told not to feel those emotions as a child, or like the, the feeling those emotions not being validated as a child. That can then translate and manifest as we're older to not to really understanding um, our anger or not feeling like it's justified. And it is justified because every emotion that you feel is justified. Now it's just understanding the root and understanding the impact that has upon yourself and others. And so you could always use divine rage (laughs) as a tool to really understand your emotional body and also to really allow it to propel you into taking action, making shifts, and switching or shifting what's the word I want to use? Just stirring things up. (laughs) Um, If you think about every major historical movement, especially when it comes to like human rights, there was rage involved. There was being fed up with being mistreated, being ignored, being Harmed, being killed, and that propelled change. And we're in the time and space where it's not divine feminine that's rising. It's not that there's more love and light. It's not that there's more star seeds that are coming or rainbow children. It's that people are now okay with feeling angry and tapping into their range and like talking about it, this podcast, my whole business is a product of divine rage. It's because I was tired of being mistreated in spiritual spaces. It's because I was tired of people being racist, oppressive, and doing macro and microaggressions towards me and like not saying anything anymore. And It's actually been the most peaceful I've ever been in my whole entire life because I'm able to express myself and I understand where my emotional body needs support and needs to be nurtured. So divine rage is amazing. It gives you the power to set boundaries. It gives you the power to speak out. It gives you the power to enact change and shifts. And so when you embrace the divine rage, especially in your healing in your manifesting and in your shifting and integration of realities, you allow yourself to create a space that values authentic emotion, but also values using that emotion for progression. And that's what a lot of us need. That's what a lot of like um, humans' bright spaces and marginalized communities need is people willing to take action and not be afraid to do so. Not because it's not scary because it is, but because they're just so passionate and they just are tired of the way that things are going and how others are being treated. So Divine Range, what do you think about it? Do you feel like you're tapping into it? Are you scared of it? Are you into it? Let me know. I would love to hear about it. Um, and a reminder again that my workshop is coming up soon. And so if you're interested in doing some more educational and healing work, check it out. The link will be down in the show notes. Okay, y'all. Until next time, wreak it. <laughs> bye all thank you so much for listening to this episode of catalyst if you enjoyed the show and you would like to help uplift my voice please please consider leaving a rating and review on itunes and a rating on spotify it really helps support the show it really helps get my voice in the show out there and It's just a way you could show a little love, so thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye!